0: this is episode something that i can't remember the episode number four uh, but stuff. hey welcome to the new episode it's great scott it's a great start to the podcast because <laughs> everybody needs to know the episode number when they're downloading a podcast it's a oh, crucial yeah, element in the podcasting experience oh yeah you don't know this this is why everybody numbers their podcasts at the beginning of the title of the podcast
1: i didn't know I, well yeah. do they address it do they address it does everybody address it in in the, the start of the show everybody
0: everybody does it uh people mention it at the start of the show so mm-hmm. i'm just doing what everyone else does because i'm a i'm a follower i'm not a leader in any sort of sense <laughs> of the word and then what happens is that because i have a podcast account with uh apple they then send me an email to say oh well, they send it to all podcasters on itunes they then say if you put The podcast episode in the title of your show we could potentially delist your show it's that important to apple oh okay and then because there's an outcry apple will then send another email the very next day and say we will not delist your show if you put the episode number in the title uh that's really odd that's how important episode numbers are, Adam. Uh, it's very, it's, I, I think it's very important. I don't think it's odd. I think, I, I don't think you're respecting the, the situation that's uh, going on here. So I there we, we are. I think we're delving t- way too much into it, to be honest. Anyway, speaking of episode numbers, uh, Captain Marvel is like, what, episode 21, 22 of the cin- cinematic, it's, it's Marvel like the Cinematic
1: 20, Universe? 21st film. Yeah, I
0: think. See, we don't even care but it's super important because everyone needs to tell you this <laughs> it's super important that that though i think is quite a milestone in a,
1: a, a franchise of movies that are just in a continuous oh. universe that's quite impressive
0: okay it is are you, no, no are one you else are you? no no one else has done that have they true so are you also going to get are you sucking marvel's dick at the beginning of this episode before we actually start taking away points for their effort with this movie
1: Hey, there's, there's no need to, like, not suck their dick at this point. They, they, they can't really do much wrong. Um, well, them, mean, we, yeah. we give them our money. <laughs> I mean, yeah, some of the films are a bit, you know, hit and miss. There's been very... There's not been that many, really. That have been, like, terrible. You know? Okay. <laughs> not There's not been that many that have been, like oh, that was just an absolute pile of crap. I mean, Dark World
0: was. That that, that was Thor 2. That was was absolutely awful. Um, Uh, I I don't mind the humour, because you can make an argument to say that Thor was evolving as a sort of funny character, because when you get the Thor Ragnarok, he's not that dissimilar from Thor 2, which is like an extension of Thor one you can see some character evolution you Mm. could argue that although it hasn't been done like that deliberately so i can Mm. i can enjoy some of thor's humor in that movie because you see it in you see it in age of ultron as well where he's like the scarlet witch character tried to uh mess with my mind but i am mighty and he's using these shakespearean sort of uh references which is all the way going back to a, or the first movie where it was very Shakespearean and they've kept it while yeah. slowly sort of laying on top of it this sort of I'm a dumb I'm a dumb brute of a man dude <laughs> you see what I'm saying no, he's, definitely, he's definitely evolved as
1: a character yeah I mean the third film of his is definitely that saved the whole well his character and the whole the Thor franchise basically yeah
0: I can I can agree with that Um so we're going to talk about Captain Marvel... Yeah. In- instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wait there. Before we t- talk about Captain Marvel, let's let's continue with our tangent. Uh, what was the other bad movie from Marvel? Um, God. Um, Because
1: for me, there's, there's probably oh, three bad movies. Oh, um, Iron Man 3 was fucking horrendous.
0: What? Oh,
1: no, it was fucking dog shit, man. Christ. Oh, that okay. thing... When they revealed... I think we've talked about this before. When they revealed the Mandarin thing and he was just an actor, me and my friends just looked at each other in the cinema and were like, "What the fuck? What the fuck?" And uh, then Guy I think, Guy Pierce is the fucking Mandarin. I'm like, "Oh fuck
0: off!" Just I think it was uh, okay. Off. Maybe Guy Pierce Guy Pierce at the end of the movie saying, "I'm the Mandarin," is too is is overly explaining it too much. <sighs> it's trying to nip everything in a bud. But the idea that the idea that um, the Mandarin is a patsy, that he's just basically a media figure to represent a bigger terror, is appropriate because we used Osama bin Laden as this idea that oh no, this is the biggest danger to our planet. You know, it wasn't it wasn't climate change. It wasn't it wasn't all the other things that are going on in this world that is totally you know reprehensible and full of corruption. It's just this oh, just this black guy. Oh sorry, that's just this coloured guy and I like the twist on it, to show, like, there is a man behind the curtain orchestrating things sometimes to create a media narrative or political narrative so that you can bomb the shit out of another country. So that you can enact violence and justify it. I mean, that'd be great if it wasn't such a big, iconic
1: comic character from the fucking actual comic. <laughs> it was just like, what the fuck are you doing? That's like, well, I think that was one of Iron Man's main nemesises. And they just went, yeah, but oh, fuck that.
0: Yeah, some... Some things don't work, so I'm happy that they went, they found a way around that.
1: Yeah, I know the whole thing that, oh, it's too much of a, a caricature curve of a character, where it's like, oh, it's just a typical, stereotypical sort of character, and you can't have that sort of character in today's sort of modern society. And it's like, well, you can, because you've done it plenty of other times in other films. You just have to make it a more modern version, and it doesn't have to be so fucking on-the-nose... As what the comics illustrated him to be. It could have been fucking a bit more subdued. But they didn't do that. They went the whole weird safe route of going. Oh this is this is not the character. He's an actor. And this is the actual guy pulling the strings. Just a rich white guy. Great. Great. Like stereotypical. Like just a, a run of the mill. Down the middle fucking safe bad guy. And it, and it, it turned out that the whole end sequence of that movie. Was just absolutely laughable. It was absolutely stupid. It was cartoonish. And... They were just slicing through Iron Man suits like
0: butter. It was absolutely stupid. Okay, I can agree with some of the finer points, but I prefer the fact that the Mandarin was was a fake. But the idea that the extremist soldiers can just punch their way through, you know, the Iron Man suits and just make them... Almost, like, disposable, because then you could think, well, if they're that easy to destroy, why is Tony Stark, while in the suit, really hard to destroy? So, yeah, yeah, I can agree on that. Um, so we've got a trilogy of bad films here, and Captain Marvel, in my view, is the third one. <laughs> but I haven't, I haven't told you what my, what my third movie was. Thor Ragnarok was yours. Iron Man yeah. three was yours. Um, but I can agree with Thor too. It isn't that good. And my other one that I don't think is very good is Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, I didn't really. Ant uh, Ant Man and the Wasp is like really hit and miss, but it feels dead empty. But we'll get we'll get to that later on oh okay um, so if you're listening to this you, that's what you're going to walk into uh, I didn't like this movie and uh, we're going to explain why and we're going to break it down first with the politics surrounding this movie I don't know how much you know Adam then we're <laughs> going to talk about the characters and then try and talk about the story we try and keep it in that format so having said that do you know about the politics surrounding this movie Adam? when you say the politics are you talking about the fact that
1: is it basically they've come out and said this is a f- Feminist sort of movie is that the sort of politics you're talking about?
0: Uh, that and Brie Larson just just talking about the idea that we need more representation when it comes to critiquing films. <clears throat> what women you mean? Oh, well, yeah, any, anything but a white man. <laughs> did yeah. you read, did you watch these did you watch these news clips online?
1: Uh, no, I didn't look at anything. I've, I've I've read about some little things about it. That's why I know that they came out and said, no, this is definitely a feminist sort of movie um
0: Uh, okay um but i was just watching red letter media and they made the point that is this the way is this the highest form of fighting social justice by giving money to disney so that you can create a feminist movie and make it successful is is that what we're doing here is this the highest form of raising awareness for everybody. Maybe in the long run, if you have more and more female characters, which I never have a a problem with anyway, and we discussed this in the previous episode when we were talking about the logo of this podcast, that we've had female characters before and I'm not really bothered, but the idea that you have to fight against all these white men who hate women being the center of movies is, well, you've got to fight that fight, but in the process, Disney gets billions of dollars for it, so it's like... Thanks yeah, for they, that.
1: this movie did do well, didn't it, in the box office, I heard. Um, it, it
0: just cost a billion yesterday. Wow. Wow. A billion US dollars, which That's Black Panther true. did. I think it did it a little bit slower than Black Panther, but I don't have a problem with that. I don't think Disney gives a fuck. If it makes a billion, then it's like... <laughs> cha-ching. It's the same thing, though, with the whole... With the
1: Black Panther thing. It's the same sort of difference. So, that you could argue that that made shit tons of money because it was like oh it's 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 a black superhero so that's why that
0: made loads of money that's what that was the thing anyway yes because more black people you can make an argument that more black people went to see it but do you actually Mm. know how many black people went to see it because in in china the there is this perception that chinese people don't value black people in the same way as white people and Mm. yet it did great over here people watched it Chinese people watched it without without any issues um, yeah, I just yeah. think it's a really good movie and it stood up to everybody's sort of tastes and it's like yeah I'll watch it doesn't matter if you're black or white but I'm sure more black people watched it compared to others no it did it, 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 it was good and it, it, it did do really
1: well um, but yeah I think a the, 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 the lot of attention it got though was I think it due mainly to the fact that it was like oh it's a, it's a black superhero and that's why and it's wrong really have it, that, that's why it did well I wanted it to do well on its own merit, like it's a good movie. Yeah, but it wasn't the
0: first. It wasn't the first oh, no. black superhero movie. And I do remember the media talking it up, saying, oh, this is the first black superhero. It's like, hang on, what about Wesley oh, yeah. Snipes in a fucking yeah. trilogy? What about Meteor Man or fucking... Who's the other one? The uh, Begins with an S. Uh, not Spade. While well, it's pretty racist, Jonathan. Well done. Um, it's oh, Spawn? Spawn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Spawn. Yeah, Spawn. There we go. Yeah. Right and the media has like amnesia just to create a narrative around black media mm. black, black panther sorry but i don't think there was an outcry i just think they were just trying to like big it up and say this is the first black superhero and it's like yeah. no, it's not. and thanks for gaslighting goes on wesley snipes efforts mm. which again i don't have a problem with so who are these be? this is interesting because who who is brie larson and everybody on this sort of political left spectrum speaking to because i'm a white guy and yet i don't have an issue of women being in charge of a movie i never had an issue with uh, a black guy being in charge i just thought blade fuck that looks really yeah. cool i'll That's watch what I mean. it back back Didn't then it, was, even even if, it wasn't a big deal even if, i don't
1: know what it it's, it's such a big deal these days to do anything like that um it's weird or they want
0: to make it a big deal so then the drama gets the attention <clears> this, this fake yeah, drama This fake news when you talk about, and also when when they talk about generally about how white people are not exposed to different cultures, and so that's why they're all insular and racist. I lived in Blackpool, and when I was in Blackpool at school, there was one black family. There was a mm. girl in my class, and then she had a bigger brother. Yeah. That was it. One, two people, two black people, probably in the whole of Blackpool in the mid-90s. I think I had a similar situation in my primary school and high school as well, really, yeah. And... I didn't have a single negative thought. And when people did say, you know, uh, when they did call them names, I yeah. know the girl was upset and I knew right from wrong all the way back then. And yet I'm living in a town that is basically 99% white. There's a couple yeah. of Chinese people, a couple of Indians, and then that was it. So it's, it's really hard for me to deal with these ideas that white men are holding back other types of people in in an industry when a lot of us are just going with the flow and we're not perpetuating stereotypes we're just we're just we're just either not exposed to differences of opinion and you should expose us to it in a, in a way that doesn't belittle us or it's people in a, in a higher position in life than you and me who are holding people back and this, so yeah I, like the whole breathing is really annoying and it's, like, it's just like you want to grind your teeth down because it just seems to fall flat because I don't know what you know but she talked about a film called wrinkle in time it's a
1: Disney one isn't it there's Oprah
0: Winfrey in it cost like quarter of a billion cost a quarter of a billion dollars yeah Yeah, it was a Disney movie it's all black cast uh, predominantly anyway and then the supporting roles are white people so they've reversed it and she's saying that the film didn't do well because people didn't get it and it's like maybe people didn't maybe it didn't do well because it's a bag (laughs) of shit I haven't seen it it didn't really come out over here can a movie just be shit because it's shit can we not make it about race yeah. and gender which yeah, exactly, is what yeah. they're doing you gotta wonder how much is it like is that her talking
1: or is it like is she contractually obliged to speak up certain films or speak do you know what i mean I, it's
0: weird uh I th- I, well i think she's pandering i think she's trying to get like the support of a, cr- of, a of a crowd she's uh, virtue signaling to try and make a point about how there are just too many white men in certain positions in the movie industry but then guess what we're talking about the movie <clears> industry and the movie industry is solely either in Bollywood, in China, or it's fucking yeah, yeah. California. It's California's a different world to the rest of the world. So all these issues are kind of like an insular problem. It's like something for you to resolve, not for us to resolve. But then what she's ignoring is that maybe, people, maybe black people and maybe not all white people want to be a fucking film <laughs> reviewer. Jo- journalism is dying. And so at the same time as she's saying these things like who wants to do journalism who Mm -hmm. wants to do film journalism and if you do do you have to do it for a newspaper and dave cullen i don't know if you watch him on youtube but he made the great point that well look at youtubers most youtubers are men why is that because men have made it tox, made the platform toxic for women or is it because women just simply chose not to be a youtuber whether they're black white or you know purple whatever like there's freedom of choice and look what's happened everything's all been self-selected and you've got most youtubers who are white pewdiepie is white the, the big household names pewdiepie casey neistat uh who else let's go for a third one i mean i know i justine yeah. she's a white woman she's a film yeah, she's yeah. a tech reviewer and then you've got uh mkbhb he's yeah. black Yeah, know right and he stands out uh people have pointed out like oh he's one of the top film reviewers and he's black as well and it's like okay but if you want more black people, what do you do? Do you force them to, to become a YouTuber or a film reviewer just to make sure that you hear their voice? So watch the
1: movie.
0: <laughs> 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 okay, we'll get to the movie, but there's a lot of I know bullshit you mean. I know you mean. circling these there's a lot of these politics, days, And you can't around. just watch it. You've got to... And it's, it's so unnecessary because then what happens is that if we talk if we don't have this at the beginning, and this is why we're doing it, if we don't have this little bit of a conversation at the beginning and someone listens to this podcast, they'll say, oh, you're just against women. You're against women succeeding in comic books. And it's like, no, guess what? The movie is not very good for different reasons aside from the politics. It's just that the politics is clouding so much of the discussion about the value mm-hmm. of a movie. And you can say, oh, this is a feminist movie. But it's like, uh it doesn't really push feminism forward then mm-hmm. and we'll get into that but then something like ripley's mm-hmm. alien mm-hmm. and aliens they didn't have to be on this feminism bandwagon they were just yeah. awesome movies and they you had just a woman happened. in charge yeah. and no one gave a shit and we've we've we brought this up before and it seems like we have to keep bringing it up to remind people that a lot of white men actually want to support these movies and you can't say they don't because captain marvel has been around yeah. since the 60s and while I wasn't around since the sixties, a shitload of white men were. And if she wasn't any good yeah, as a comic book character, then they wouldn't have bought. Yeah. They wouldn't have bought into it. So to say that the movies, like something like Ghostbusters or Star Wars, will fail because of white men, and so will Captain Marvel, if it failed, is because of white men. That's a complete lie <clears> because <throat> they want that narrative yeah. to then hold the movie up against uh, and say, well, it's not our problem. It's 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 the racist white men and in some part yes the white men are gatekeepers but captain marvel is allowed to exist because we've been buying the comics collectively for over 50 years i think she's from the 60s i'm not too sure I, and i don't i don't really care but i do know that she's been enabled by com- by comic book sales she's been around she's done loads of decent things she hasn't been like sequestered yeah. away and kept safe in a different pl- in a playpen, so that she doesn't interfere with the other franchise, Marvel franchises, in the comic books. She's been a part of the Avengers, hasn't she? So mm-hmm. for us, for us as movie viewers, if you're a comic book fan already, which I'm not, the leap to seeing her to the big screen should not be an issue. What should be yeah. an issue is the movie, on its own merits. <laughs> right. Having said all that, I was say, it's now not we just can like- talk about the movie.
1: <laughs> It's not just movies and stuff like that. I mean every bit of media and cultural sort of thing now is, is is revolving around women. And it's not I say it's not a bad thing. I, I, I sometimes I prefer it. Um like I watch a lot of wrestling. Right. You know that, right? And they focus they're focusing now a lot more on women in wrestling. Yeah, um, isn't
0: there like a ginger haired woman who's won like two belts or something? And she's Oh, she's 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 Becky Lynch. She's like an Irish wrestler. She's um
1: she refers to herself. Actually, it's funny because she refers to herself as the man. Yeah. Um, and th- there, I think, I think there's her and two others that are now their main eventing, the big pay per view that's coming at the WrestleMania. They're them the first time, in like, God knows how many years now that a, a women is are, are main eventing, the actual pay per view event, which is like a big thing. You know, um. So that's that's what I mean. If things are changing in the world, it's good. I'm not like against that. I, like I say, I prefer it sometimes. I, I prefer watching them. I prefer watching. Sometimes they can act a lot better, and they can do all things a lot better than what men can do. Yeah, but
0: you know, I'm, when you watch men wrestle, you got you can't escape the fact that it's it, it's gay, Adam. <laughs> and watching women wrestle with the potential with the potential outcome of maybe seeing a tit is going to be awesome. So female <laughs> female wrestling should have been created from the beginning and i would have watched that uh, and and i can and i'm saying that without any offense i want to see women that's what i'm saying that's that's the that's the political mm-hmm, undertone mm-hmm. to this i want to see women i want to see them naked preferably rather than men <laughs> but, but now that i've said that i come across as homophobic Or well, you'll come across as like massively sexist and chauvinistic and stuff yeah Exactly, I'm, I'm sexist towards men, and homophobic, and so you should unsubscribe from this podcast. Like I don't get it, like that
1: you say, there are, that you say I'm though. A, I'm a there are, there are, there are, sexist piece of shit. <laughs> like you say, though, there are double standards, aren't there? Because if a woman was like, oh yeah, I love watching men swe- sweating and wrestling each other, that'd be fine. But a guy can't say that about women, because
0: it's like, automatically it's deemed sexist, and you're a fucking chauvinistic pig. Somebody somebody will deem something either offensive in some manner. It's I made a joke today on Twitter, um, and I posted this, <clears> I, made, I I made... I made the same tweets with the same photos on two different accounts but one of them mm-hmm. was a, was a satirical take on what a child did yesterday so I'll show you okay. uh, I'll read it to you sorry and this is the tweet you can see a picture of like a face made out of Play-Doh okay it's boy yeah. girl it's called girl pizza and boy pizza and I wrote oh as the only adult in the room present, I had to point out the extreme use of redface and severely scolded my six-year-old Asian student for mocking a group of people she hasn't ever tried to emphasize with. So I was basically saying that this Asian, six-year-old Asian girl is doing red face and, that's, and she's a racist piece of shit and so I told her off. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because we can interpret. We can interpret so much and we can see what we want to see. So I was just trying to make this just satirical... Uh, make a satirical joke about how we observe others, and we just judge okay. them instantly by our own world view. Oh, red face, I know about that. you're a racist piece of shit. I don't care how old you are. I don't care about your background. You're racist because I deem it so okay right? yeah. no and, it, and it's so unrealistic, and that's what all of us are doing collectively, especially online,
1: yeah, definitely online. There's a lot of like uh, social justice
0: warriors flying around online. Let's preface this by saying I don't mind Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. No. Okay, because I I can separate her politics from the movie. And I live in Hong Kong, so a lot of people here don't like Jackie Chan because he's pro-communist. However, Uh, I can still enjoy his movies, and I will still argue against others to say you should still enjoy his movies because they are a technical wonder when you when you see an an analysis video about what jackie chan does you realize that he's got skill he's got talent and you shouldn't ignore that and you should separate your politics from from the art so to speak because as far as i know jackie chan's movies uh, aren't informed by his political views just like just like tom cruise's movies aren't informed by his religious views (laughs) and i can separate those but i can also say that either uh, the Day After Tomorrow... Was it Day After Tomorrow? The one where he's the soldier and he's repeating himself.
1: Oh, um, I forgot what it's called now, but it's really good. I like that film. Damn, yeah. Why is it
0: called? I liked it. I didn't like the ending yeah. be- because it has to be a... It has to be a Tom Cruise movie where it has to have a happy ending. Yeah. I didn't like that. No. But then his other movies, I can say, they're shit. And it's all independent of his religious views. Yeah. And I think... I think a lot of people think like this. I don't care about the politics. I care about the movie. Mm. So... Going into this, I mean, I'll watch every single Marvel movie. I don't care who the superhero, who superhero is, and I think comic book readers will just enjoy the Marvel brand in the comic form as much as the movies. Oh yeah. But her character, right away, is not interesting. It's not developed enough.
1: No, I was going to say that's my
0: main takeaway from this film. Yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah. What was you going to say?
1: Like, it seems really like a character's like. Like quite two-dimensional, so she'd be like, "Oh, yeah." And there's, there's quite a lot of there was a lot going on as well. Like she was like, a sort of sort stoic warrior to begin with, and then still was a stoic warrior at the end of the film.
0: Uh, yeah, kind of. But in the middle, she's like quipping and yeah, she always had like some, some, right, okay. some quips,
1: but I think that was just for the sake of like I don't know, like having snarky
0: quips and stuff like that. the banter with Fury.
1: Yeah. Just you know the back and forth and stuff like that.
0: I think that it felt like a like a buddy cop movie almost in the middle. I don't I don't mind the buddy cop no. thing. but the character she's not interesting. And I was talking on Reddit about this, saying this movie is about as good as Captain America one in in terms of like <clears throat> in terms of like how much it can hook me in to want to watch it again. I don't really like Captain America one, mm. and, I'll, and I but I've changed my mind because I re I I I made a different comparison and thought it is Captain America 1 if you look at it in terms of story but in Captain America 1 they nailed the character of Captain America yeah yeah they did and he's wholly consistent the genesis of Captain America is there and then it plays out in Captain America 2 and 3 and then not so much in Endgame but that doesn't matter yeah and more. I can't see how Captain Marvel is the genesis of something for number 2 and 3 unless they do a lot of backtracking because she just wasn't written well and people are saying all the little quirks in her character they're really good like there's a moment where her hair's ruffled so she does that and she blows her hair up and it's like okay that's is that captain marvel thing okay but i'm a casual viewer and i don't give a shit
1: uh it's like I, i compare it to say something dc did with wonder woman wonder woman wasn't really a great film but the character like you say the character itself though i think she was a bit more layered than what captain marvel is
0: Really? Yeah, she had some... I didn't, I didn't think
1: she... She had some stuff going on. No. Do you know what I mean? I mean, she had some things going on There wasn't like...
0: I, I I, disagree. I didn't see anything in that character. i Wonder Woman? <laughs> yeah, I thought she was more interesting in uh, Batman v Superman. I don't think she pushed... I don't think the character was pushed f- far enough, but then what are you trying to do? I guess she's trying to understand, like, why are women restricted in World War One? I, I guess. Yeah. But those are those are pretty easy observations to make. But there was like, and people talk about there was, the, people talk about the trench scene, and it's like, yeah. okay, I'll, I'll give you that.
1: There was some real, there was like vulnerability there. That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. There was some vulnerability there shown. Whereas in Captain Marvel, there wasn't really any vulnerability shown at all throughout the entire movie.
0: Yeah, and you know, and you know where there should be some vulnerability, it's right. It's either right at the end, or mm. she should be in. She should have more. Should have been more traumatic for her because, aside from all the politics, Kevin Feige is coming out and saying, Oh, she's the most powerful, she's the most powerful Avenger. And it's like, Really? But Thor is a god, and Thor has kicked her ass, and so is the Hulk, and so is Iron Man in the comics. But to say that, are they well, they're doing it probably for the feminism vote. But is she so powerful that she can ignore six years of gaslighting by the Kree? Is that what we're saying here? I mean, if, if she is that powerful and she doesn't care about being gaslit and lied to for six years, and she discovers she's got a new life on Earth, yeah. then okay. But the movie doesn't say that she's that powerful, that she can ignore all that mental trauma. Even Thor is, like, upset in, in Infinity War that his mom died, dad died, Loki died, yeah, half yeah. his people died. I mean, he doesn't do it in Ragnarok, okay, because probably that's the heat of the moment, and you want to sort of get on with the job of killing your sister. Mm-hmm. But... You see what happens in Infinito when he breaks down a little bit, and he has a cry. And that's okay. Yeah. And it shows that it's okay for a man to cry. And he's a he's a god as well who's crying. Yeah. But Brie Larson's character is like, I'm just going to blast you Indiana Jones style into a rock and say I'm really cool. So fuck you. And it's like, yeah, it's it's weird, like how she
1: got her powers. Like the the crash, and then the the tesseract was there. That sort of thing exploded, and then she absorbed. Some energy, and then all of a sudden she was powerful. I don't, I don't understand fully the how she, that that came to be. It was just like a, oh she's powerful now, and that's that. And it wasn't really fully explained. And then Thingy uh, Jude Law gave her some of his blood, and then hey presto, a few scenes later she's got no memory of whatever happened on Earth, and then she's this this new person they've created. And it's
0: like it wasn't really fully explained. Right. It's like, eh, that happened. And but also the powers don't augment her mental abilities she's not doing you know highly complex computer level uh, mathematics in her head she's still got a normal human brain and understanding of things and captain america points in the captain america movie the professor was really careful as to who to give the serum to because it's going to augment the mental capabilities as well Mm. and and make those personality quirks more extreme and obviously steve rogers is perfect because he's a nice person Yeah, that's why and yet, that, yeah captain marvel has been given all this power and potentially she could be a red skull in as so much as that oh I've, i'm so powerful i'm just gonna fuck everything up and take over the world but she is already grounded but i don't know enough about her mental estate a mental sorry state to trust her yeah if i want to. i know she's a good person but if you just take it at face value what's stopping her she has no moral code that i know of no. she's a little bit stoic she's a little bit quirky She's happy to steal a motorbike because a guy tells her to smile, (laughs) and it's like, "Oh, bad man, sexist!" So I can justify stealing his shit. (laughs) That's what the movie says. Yeah. If a man is, if a man asks you to smile, you can steal his shit, (laughs) Terminator Two style. (laughs) So Adam, don't you know? If you want your shit stolen, don't tell a woman to smile. Right. Yeah. Because the police won't. The police won't intervene. You're you're a bad man. I'm a sexist. You're a sexist piece of shit. perv For doing that. Right, they're
1: fully entitled to all my shit. There we shit. go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, um, that's what the movie's saying. And and if you want, you can also blast jukeboxes and create and cause some criminal damage without any consequences yeah. because you're a woman. Yeah, that was
1: weird. I thought that was very strange.
0: <laughs> it just seemed out of place in the movie. I was like, let's do that. Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, that's what she's done. Um, it's just weird. I don't know. with no con- with no consequences. Yeah, she seems it she is. seems really I'm- overpowered.
1: Definitely. Towards the end of the movie, I'm just like, well, there's no need for any other Avenger. Surely, then she could just literally just win because she's so fucking powerful.
0: Well, I don't mind her going binary. Because you got to scare Ronan off with his fleet of ships, yeah. and she's sort of saying, "I could, I could just wipe you out now." I don't mind that because she's she is showing a level of grace, yeah. and uh, she's being humble. She doesn't want, maybe she doesn't want to kill, but I don't know her moral code. Whereas with Batman or Spider Man, you know their moral code. Like Spider Man's never killed a person in the MCU. Batman is not supposed to kill people. He has a moral code. <laughs> you know how far they'll take things. Yeah. But with Captain Marvel, it's like I, 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 I don't know who you are. Sorry. Maybe in maybe in Endgame you'll figure some shit out, and we, we'll we'll figure it out with you. Maybe, but I personally I think she's going to get, I think she's going to get annihilated in uh, Endgame. She's going to get fucking wrecked. Thanos is going to fucking rip her in half.
1: I reckon. I don't think she's going to die.
0: She's not going to die. I think they're going to hype her up. She's gonna, they're going to hype her up, and she's going to fucking die in the first like twenty minutes or something. I don't think she's going to die. I think the
1: shock value will be one of the big three is going to die in the first opening scenes. And the big three consists of the originals, no. which is like four Iron Man, and Captain America. One of them is going
0: to fucking die in the first few scenes of that movie. I Right. I don't want to put money on it because I'm a chicken shit, but I can guarantee that probably... That from what I've been reading, all the Avengers are going to die in the first 30 minutes, and then Scott, who's stuck in t- fucking time travel land, mm-hmm. across the quantum universe, he's going to come out, and he's going to come out at a different universe or something, and they're all alive because the whole hair thing with Scarlett Johansson and... Yeah, uh, I've seen videos of that. What's his name? Captain America? Yeah, right. So there's like this weird thing going on. So I think Captain Marvel is going to turn up. They'd be like, yeah, let's fucking kill him. They go there. They get their ass handed to him just to further emphasize how powerful Thanos is and they need a different sort of attack vector. And Captain Marvel is not there, maybe, in the different version. Maybe. I don't know. It, it's so complicated, but I, I'm sure as shit there's going to be this massive twist and it's like, she's dead, bro. Fucking hell. I just think... Danos is pissed. Time
1: travel's going to be involved somehow in that movie. Because they, they, they said there's some scenes shot from the first Avengers in this movie. And there's even yeah. somebody saying that there's a, a, a scene with mm. Iron Man and Captain America meeting in the sort of ruins of, you know, like the battle, of the first battle uh, of New York. Mm. And it's like... But someone reckons they, they've CGI'd captain america's like costume differently in the trailer so it's not showing because someone reckons it might be his original costume from the first avengers film instead but they don't want to obviously show that in the trailer but i don't know i don't know how true that is that just it could be pure speculation okay
0: okay um what we're we talking about we're talking about uh, her going binary yeah her overpowered status yeah uh, anything else about her character
1: um I, there's not really much to go on apart from the fact that she you know she lost a memory, and then she sort of gets it back, and then she has a sort of weird relationship with her best friend from a life on Earth that seems a bit strained at times, or a bit, a bit weird, a bit confusing at times.
0: Uh. Yeah, there is some supposedly she, Captain Marvel is a lesbian. But it's like I don't care. Okay, and she had sex with with a black woman. Uh, there was a hint of that in the movie. I was reading an article. I should put it in the show notes, but mm-hmm. there was an article by a female writer. That's important because you've got to preempt this by saying it was a female voice <laughs> that I was listening to who was providing a female commentary on the female feminist movie that we watched. And she was pointing out that there were subtle elements of uh, lesbianism mm-hmm. in the movie. It's like, okay, I don't, I don't care. But it was interesting to see that analysis. Um, the other aspect to it is fury okay. that I think we should talk about. Yeah as well i really fury seems like a totally different person
1: yeah well like he was i suppose you could give that away to back youth and it's the 90s and he's younger and he's not experienced all yeah. this shit yet and uh, I, I still I don't mind i still love the fact that what they do with the the making them young thing it's, it's so fucking good in what marvel do in these films they look so good <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, and for the entire fucking movie as well i'm just like jesus christ You've got you, it's like young samuel L. jackson it's crazy. Yeah, it's I agree. fucking mental. I agree.
0: <laughs> but, but he he seems so different, and I can I can justify. Uh, or I can agree with anybody who says, well, he's young and he hasn't spent the next twenty years trying to find other superheroes, and therefore he's become um, jaded or more cynical. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, you just evolve as a person. I mean, uh, children. There was some statistic where children laugh so much when they're younger because everything's fucking funny. But when you're an adult. You, you don't laugh as much so I, I think in those terms uh it's just a natural progression but what i, can't, I don't get about fury is that the whole eye thing and the fact that he lost an eye and it becomes this thing where it's like oh how did he lose his eye and then they do this fucking george lucas explainer shit towards the end of the movie where he gets his eye scratched okay but he doesn't seem to be like concerned if your eye was scratched by a cat you'd be like ah my fucking eye got scratched by a cat <laughs> and then the cree guy is like ooh that's not going to heal or he says something like yeah. he knows he knows better like this is fu- your eye is fucked mate yeah. and he's just shrugging off like uh, no big deal it's okay it's like what what is that was that how it happened that's yeah, it yeah i'd be like well, fuck off yeah, you like say you'd be like fucking on the floor like <laughs> you fucking punch that cat you wedge your fucking <laughs> fist down that cat's mouth you, even though you're not a cat and you could swap a potentially swallow my fucking hand um, I, I, it just didn't read right at all and did the movie have to explain how his eye left could you have had more fun with it and just teased every fucker in the cinema and nothing happened to his eye and we'll never know what happened to his eye
1: yeah now it's like now you know and you're like oh that's how it happened uh, it yeah. sort of ruined it a little I don't, bit I don't want to know Yeah.
0: did, did you just did you see that new trailer for the uh, Joaquin Phoenix um, Joker movie I did you did last night it came out last night right and I I hope it's a good movie but something I didn't like straight away was the fact that the trailer tried to say he's got mummy issues and I was like fuck you Joker is this thing and you can't sort of you don't want to relate to him because it feels like the movie wants you to relate to the joker the anarchy and the insanity of the joker yeah but some of it comes from his mummy and it's like no you shouldn't have done that because now you're grounding that character and making him relatable when he shouldn't be relatable at all Mm. just like heath ledger's joker should not be relatable and i like the theories as to who he could be yeah and it's like oh and so there's this weird taste where everyone wants to explain everything these days and you can't just leave it alone just like at the end of the movie, he's like, oh, I'm going to call this the, Pe- the Pegasus or the Pegasus Initiative or something shit like that. Oh, and he's like, no, okay, yeah. it says Avenger on her aircraft. Let's call it the Avengers Initiative. Who asked for that?
1: Yeah, there was no need for it.
0: <laughs> there's, there's a
1: lot of little call callbacks to this in this within this film. And they were kind of unnecessary a little bit.
0: Um, yeah, you don't need to George Lucas explain mansplain everything. No.
1: This is the problem as well when you create such a massive universe like this. Um, and then you bring in these new films. And then you sort of creating little... I don't know, fuck-ups for yourself in, in, within the actual film itself. Because, like... I mean, yeah, they explained it like, oh, she went off to fight... You know, to protect another planet or something like that. So that's why she wasn't around for this entire time. But then you've mm. got the whole Nick Fury thing. So, it was like, he wants to create the Avengers Initiative. But he never mentions, like... And Iron Man one, and then in the other films as well, they were like when, when the big attack on New York happened, you get Black Widow and stuff saying, "Oh, we weren't we weren't prepared for this, we weren't trained for this." It's like none of you fucking knew this was coming. Like, what was Nick Fury doing? He he didn't explain what happened in the '90s when he met some fucking glowing woman and fucking aliens and stuff. He never fucking mentioned this shit. And it's
0: like, why? <laughs> yeah, but but you, but we know that he keeps secrets from. From secret people. <coughs> he, he everyone's on a need to know basis. Yeah.
1: I mean you could yeah.
0: And and Romanov was a Russian spy at one point. So you could never he could probably never completely trust her yeah. with other things other than what was pertaining to her.
1: Mm, suppose you could yeah, look it that way, but he's...
0: But but there is this idea that we can try and discuss some plot points. Some of them can be easily explained. Like I've just explained that, I just made it up to the top of my head. No. But and that's fine, but other things don't need explaining or justifying, mm. which is his eye and where the word Avengers came from.
1: I wish they would have explained as well Don't need that. Like how they got hold of the Tesseract as well. Because as far as I know, I think didn't Howard Stark have the Tesseract at the end of uh, Amer- Captain America 1? And then... Yeah. I guess did...
0: The- but supposedly, supposedly that Kree alien... Uh, worked with Howard Stark, and he, yeah, he, and he gave it to okay. her because it's still inside, still owned by the American government. We've got to remember that the American government owned the Tesseract, so they're going to let probably any scientists have a crack at it. Okay, I think I think it didn't, doesn't didn't he doesn't just belong to him? Didn't he like create the Pegasus he, pro- project? Yeah, he found it. He found it, but it's it's not his. It's the government's. Yeah, because he works for the government, and they just they'll just trust him yeah, with it. So I don't have a problem with the way that the Tesseract is, like, in this movie again. Yeah. Although it's kind of funny, like, the Tesseract is in this movie, and this movie, and this movie.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's all the first one, wasn't it? The first stone or whatever, so... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, there was a big big deal online about it. It's like, but I'm just a casual viewer, and even I can easily trace the the fucking backstory of this device. Mm. Or when people got upset at Spider-Man, like, oh, he hasn't got his Spider-Sense, and yet Civil War made a point of... Letting you know that he's got his spider sense, yeah. and everyone seems to overlook it. They they need to see. They need to, we need to be beaten all over the head with his hairs rising up over his elbow, uh, over his uh, Arm, yeah. his forearm. Yeah. You know, and yet he says he, he has some dialogue referencing his spider ability. Mm. It's just it's just there as a as a as a subtle cue. Oh no, my 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 spider sense is tingling. Oh and. Bucky threw something at me in the airport, so I better jump out of the way. Do we need to do that?
1: <laughs> uh, I Anyway. I liked, in Captain Marvel, the, the things I did like. Um, I like the fact that they... The Kree and the, the scrolls, I like the fact that they sort of flipped, reversed, bad guy and good guy situation. That was pretty cool. I like that. Um, I mean, you could sort of... You could sort of see it coming a little bit in, when you get towards nearly the middle of the movie, end of them, But I was like, oh, it's still good. It still felt good. And then you felt a bit for the Scrolls as well, then, because they were like a refugee sort of situation going on. They were like, you know, casualties in this shit, really. Um,
0: yeah, for me, the twist didn't have an impact on me. Mm hmm. Okay. Well, I,
1: I, yeah. I liked, um, what was his name? Ben Mendelssohn.
0: Ben Mendelssohn. Yeah, he's really good. I liked him in it. He was really good. Yeah, everybody says that. Uh, I get, yeah, okay. Yeah, he was good. He was he actually. You know what? The supporting cast mm-hmm. were really good. Yeah, the characterizations of the supporting cast were really good. The black woman's character, the child, the child was okay. Yeah. She seemed too fucking too clever and accepting. And then the, the skulls were fine. Um, and Jon Rog was fine. Yeah, in the role that he had, Ronin not so much. I expected more from Ronin, I but I was I was led to believe there was more of him in this. I, I the things I like
1: about these movies though, sometimes I like more instead of the action I, I do like the character interactions better than any of the some of the action sequences so like when they're sitting in the ship and they're talking to him about something you definitely ask him as well a real life human sort of situation where you'd be like oh so you could you could turn yourself into a chair or or, something, or, or a cabinet or something <laughs> It's just like why would I want to do that he's <laughs> just like just, that is real that's funny because it's a, a real sort of thing that you'd be you'd want to ask him you know because like, you can turn yourself into any sort of thing that's, that's a that's a good thing like that i like the human interactions like that a lot more than the fight sequences sometimes
0: yeah it does help that the supporting cast are really good Yeah, definitely it's just it's just a shame that the two main characters aren't written in a way that is going to say holy shit this is this is like this this movie is really good yeah and apart from the story which we haven't discussed yet which is the point i want to save the story discussion yeah because i think ronin's in the second one they haven't killed yon rog so i think sh- they're setting them up for a continuation of this prequel okay to, at, and giving ronin another giving him an arc because you can see some points in the movie where say like uh the black guy he wants to tell ronin like where they are Uh-oh. and yon rog is like no yeah. so you can tell like he supports ronin with his idealism so that's like oh okay that justifies him being in guardians of the galaxy and becoming his henchman Yeah. so you know, that was very subtle, and I liked it. But then after that, there was there was nothing else about Ronin, and I thought there was more. But again, maybe they're just laying the groundwork for him, and they have a plan for him in, in Captain Marvel 2 and Captain Marvel 3, I don't know. And then it ends with Guardians of the Galaxy. There's like this weird handover, and everything about him is justified in previous movies. Therefore, you fixed one of the problems with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, definitely. Which is the bad, which is not really having a a good bad guy. Yeah yeah the correcting for it just like i guess oh i'm contradicting myself now because george lucas tried to do that with darth vader and he fucked up yeah he fucked up majorly i not mention that but maybe 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 they don't with ronin <laughs> and they teased him and so maybe maybe actually it's pretty good that they teased him and but you can see personality traits that exist here in guardians of the galaxy where he's just happy to just blow the shit out of a planet <laughs>
1: yeah basically just like
0: because at the end of at the end of Guardians he just wants to blow the shit out of the planet by just stamping his hammer into the ground yeah. <laughs> and they got that's the whole point they've got to stop him from reaching the floor and that, that that's fine yeah yeah it seems like yeah it seems a part of him it's like oh okay I'm going to crash my ship and then just hammer he's just like, hammer time he's like one shot that's ding, it ding, ding, ding.
1: there's no fork right. into it Just like we're just going to decimate it
0: <laughs> right shall we talk about story yeah okay do you want, do you want me to start um, yeah you start Okay. I start and you then you riff off me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, so in the age we've got Black Panther and in the age of having now a Black Panther movie that exists, I want like there should be a template when it comes to having Marvel movies in so much as that you need to explain some of the culture. The the, the world that that character exists in <clears throat> can't just be a back can't just be a backdrop and it's easy to do something on Earth because we're all from Earth, and the '90s references are there, and it's like, oh, look at that, it's the '90s. But when you're on the Kree homeworld, can I have something about the society and culture in the same way as Wakanda was created yeah. for us to see uh, on on the big screen? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't there. She's fighting in a she's fighting in a judo training room, yeah. and then she's in a computer simulation, and then she's off on another planet. We didn't see oh, she's on, there was a train scene as well. And that was it. And it's like, oh, I kinda wanna see more. Maybe there's some music relevant to the Kree. I don't know. But big them up as potentially the good guys, so that twist maybe later has more of an impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I like at the start
1: of the movie I was really <clears throat> wasn't confused, but I was a little bit confused because I was like, Okay, there's this new planet, this new scenario, this new people and you don't really know much about them. Especially if you've not read the comics. You're just like you're at a loss at the moment. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't know what's going
0: on. I'm, I'm confused by how you put that. You said you're confused, but not confused. Are you confused? Confused, but not, not confused. confused?
1: <laughs> because like, they're, they're showing, like, a bit of an origin to her and what it is. And at the start, she's fighting you, Law, like you are saying that training thing. And then I'm I'm getting little flashbacks to, like, a Matrixy sort of thing going on with friggin' Lorish Visburn fucking fighting Neo. And I'm just like, is this, is this what's happening right now? And then they sort of... Have a little bit of banter, and then they fast forward to this. Oh, you've got to go see the 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 intelligence or whatever the fuck it's called, and you're like, what? What's that? And it's like this AI that exists there that runs everything. And you're like, o- okay. Uh, and I guess.
0: And they have to overly explain it as well.
1: Yeah, like they have a, like a lot of ground to cover, and we've not a lot of time to do it in. And you just got to go. And you just got to take face for value and go. Oh, okay, that's that's happened. It it doesn't really. Make any sense? You go into it already, kind of like with your head tilted, like what's going on. Then the next minute they're on a mission, and then that's it. Then they're fighting the the scrolls, aren't they? And you're like, you don't even know who the scrolls are. You don't even know why they hate them, or
0: or what the fuck's going on. You're just like, I think an extra ten minutes on on the Cree on the Cree world would have helped so much just to flesh everything out and maybe build some relationships that carol has outside of her squad yeah so that if she does go back in marvel captain marvel 2 she goes back and revisits that life that she thought was hers but because we don't see any of her previous life as a Cree, no i don't really care we're not invest there's no investment
1: that's what i mean are they are they all bastards then if like jude law was a a cunt. does that mean they're all like evil bastards are they all the bad guys or is it just him and a small group, we don't know we still don't really know
0: Yeah, uh, it's not fully explained yeah so does Captain Marvel have to do more backtracking, sorry Captain Marvel 2 does that film have to do more backtracking mm. in terms of set up Ronin give more to yon Rog, and then flesh out the Kree society and then the intelligence you've got to bring all that up to the up into the foreground more yeah it's just it's too black and white it's like these are bad guys
1: these are good guys then all of a sudden it was like no they are the good guys and these are the bad guys and it's like well are they all the bad guys the
0: the, the Kree I don't I don't know yeah the whole 90s thing I mean it was cool in the trailer but it didn't really it didn't really do much for the rest of the movie all the 90s references no. other than other than the joke about the aliens like what's happening to the computer oh. and oh. Samuel L. Jackson's like it's loading <laughs> like for him it's normal but for everyone else it's like dramatic yeah, or something
1: I, I, I like that little thing is you know, you're only going to get it if you're like like us if you're fucking like 30 odd and you're like oh that's funny i get that reference Yeah, possibly you're a captain american that moment you're like i get that reference
0: <laughs> yeah um but then like the setting the 90s is not that dissimilar from from now it's probably why it's not been really touched upon really uh in many movies um you could, yeah. They, I mean, the seventies and eighties feel visually different yeah. in in movies. I think they were kind of yeah. trying to hammer
1: it home, like we're in the nineties. With like every every now and then they play a fucking song from the nineties, and I was like, okay, okay, yeah, we're in the nineties.
0: Yeah, you know, I think that if we if we look at the look at our history in terms of decades in the last century, like the thirties, the forties, the fifties, the sixties, the seventies, possibly the eighties, they were like instrumental decades and. There were sweeping changes made on on the exterior of our society. Mm-hmm. But now, I feel like the changes are more interior, whether it's with the media we create, some of the clothes we wear, you know, but they're the same. Things are sort of, I feel like, solidifying. We know where we're, we kind of feel like we know where we're going yeah. because things are being perpetuated. Denim jeans are still a thing. Why, you know, if if men were wearing skirts in the 80s and 90s, and they weren't now, then that would be a big, like, oh, that's what life was like? Yeah. But we're basically wearing the same clothes, the same uniforms, the cars are a little bit worse, they're better now. It's not much of a jump, I don't think, because all the major advancements are being made with the things that we hold in our hands. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: So all you've got got is references to music, uh, a a boxy computer, which we still have. We still have computers. We didn't really have them in the 70s. They were terrible in the 70s. If you know, if you think of the command line, oh if you yeah, go back to say, yeah. Sup- "Superman free" when um, that comedian Richard Pryor yeah. was like trying to figure out a computer. <laughs> yeah, even in the '90s, that was like, "That's a computer." Yeah, fuck. Or you got the, the magnetic tape spinning. You had those big visual clues, and yet in Captain Marvel, it's like, oh, Altavista or Netscape or whatever the fuck it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. And it's a big, big monitor, and they still exist here today yeah. in some office. Some shitty computer still exists. So you needed I think you needed to find more if you really wanted to make the 90s thing a thing you need to f- make it more obvious that we're in the 90s mm-hmm. yeah And anything else? because I've still got more um wasn't really much in the
1: story I mean it didn't take a long to really get her memories back and when she was getting her memories back there wasn't really much of an impact for her it was just like a sort of acceptance of it like oh okay that that's what happened and that's why I did I remember that now. It was just like there wasn't really any emotion behind any of any of it, like any of like getting her memories back or even starting to remember stuff and it was like how is this not fucking affecting you in any way?
0: And on the outside, the the movie is more bland for it because we know the twist at the beginning. Yeah. So when she when she discovers it it's like Yeah, uh, we knew, okay, yeah, we knew but, it the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. And yet if you watch Memento, mm. Which, which it was trying to like refer, refer to. If you watch Memento, the twist is in the first 10 minutes, and. and sorry, spoilers, by the way. But <laughs> but we don't know anything about the character. And even though it's a visual twist, and then it plays out as like, it's, well, it's his character, that's how he lives, it's like, this is amazing. And I was blown away. And someone even told me and said, there's a twist in the first 10 minutes. And I was like, how the fuck can there be a twist in 10 minutes? <laughs> because you need to invest. In the character to get the twist at the end, yeah. but it's at the beginning, and it and it it's so memorable that twist, and yet here it's there is no twist, there are no twists, no. and if there are, like I said before, with the whole Kree is, are actually good guys. Mm. I don't I don't care. Yeah, it's just like uh. That's what I mean because okay. you don't
1: know enough about them to even care. You don't know enough about about them. Yeah. And so it's like it's irrelevant, really. Um,
0: yeah. I think that's the main takeaway from the film. They don't give you enough to then justify.
1: No, they try and throw a lot at you with no substance behind any of it. So, it's just like, it feels a bit like an empty movie. I mean, it was entertaining in parts, but as a whole, it's just, it's just like another Marvel movie, and it's just like run-of-the-mill,
0: and here's your your new hero for the day, and here's your new hero probably going forward. I think Ant-Man and the Wasp is bland. It's very episodic. Um, Do you think Thor 2 is bland? i just i mean the loki stuff is really good loki and thor stuff is good it's that fucking bitch jane she's just a you know she's banging a god and she's so insufferable and so inconsequential and she's just yeah she's just a bitch got rid of her <laughs> um, good but the movie suffers for including all the human elements and then iron man 3 can you say iron man 3 was bland wasn't bland, and I, I was, as I said, I was, it was, it was okay until it got to that point
1: where I just, I was like, I, I kind of like, was like, no, I don't like this, and then it got, I just felt like it got a bit stupid towards the end, and it really did, and then it sort of had this moment with like, like Pepper Potts, she had to sort of like save the day instead of Iron Man, and I was like, okay. It's just, <laughs> like it's not it's not your movie okay it's not your movie it's, but it's we can agree
0: movie. but we can agree that no other movie is bland maybe Thor an argument for Thor 1 could be made because some of it is ridiculous now 10 years on but mm, I, did. I think Captain America is, is the blandest Captain Mar- uh, uh, Marvel movie ever made oh, Captain Marvel yeah so yay yay feminism uh, yeah as I say it's just
1: it's just run-of-the-mill, it's just standard. And I think they've just sort of thrown it out there because she's going to be... I I, I think she's probably going to be in the next phase of movies, I guess. She'll be
0: leading the charge, probably. But... She might be more interesting with the character dynamics they, of the Avengers group. Hopefully. Just like hope, Do- Doctor Strange was. Hopefully.
1: I just hope... I hope that she has a, a movie like the second Captain America movie. I hope that her second movie will be... Uh, a sort of rebranding and a re-sort of evaluation of what her character is and even the movie itself, the the writing, just get it all better and have it, like, work and let us feel something and let us, like, give us more substance and more context to what, whatever the fuck she's going to be doing in that movie instead of, like, yeah, this is happening
0: and we have no idea why. Yeah, I agree. The one thing I do want to say about the if if you have to fill in the gaps with captain marvel 2 do you remember when you probably watched the star, the first star wars movie is really good i'm not trying to like make it out to be anything but but when you watch it next to empire strikes back there is a different feel to it in so much that empire strikes back is not wholly contained one it feeds off the first one because it sets things some things up It sets the characters up as in they exist but star wars one well the first star wars movie doesn't doesn't say there's more to do. It just ends. You know, just as much like, you could finish, you didn't need to make a Matrix trilogy, you could have just ended it with the first movie. And Darth Vader is far more interesting in the second movie than in the first one. Yeah. And there's a relationship between him and Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's it. And they build off that by pointing out that Obi-Wan Kenobi was lying. And so then you've got this interconnected element where the characters have relationships. Yeah. And so and so the the twist in Empire Strikes Back uh, spoilers by the way the it's more meaningful because of the first movie but in terms of character di- character progression there isn't as much character there like he's not a fully fleshed out character he's still a mystery it's Luke that we're invested in yeah. we, we care about what happened to Luke not so much Darth Vader um, I just hope that what I'm trying to say is s- characters can be salvaged by backtracking oh yeah I didn't mind the back. Tra- I didn't mind the backtracking in Superman versus Batman. Mm-hmm. in so much as that people were saying, "Oh, Superman's destroying everything, and he shouldn't do that." But it's like, it's just started. Yeah. So he he has to learn, and then people criticise Superman versus Batman for the backtracking and making sure that the civilians are out of the way and no one dies. Yeah. I don't mind that, um, and so I can I can stay open minded and hopefully Captain Marvel two can just just smooth over some of the potholes. Hopefully. I, I I hope so, because I, I, I didn't really
1: mind her as, as the character. I didn't mind her at all. Like, I thought she was okay. Yeah. I, I think they picked a good choice. Like, she's a good actress. I just... I don't know. I just hope they do something better. <laughs> it, it's it's frustrating, because the potential... The potential's probably there, you know what I mean? There's, there's, it's a well-known character. And I just... It's like, they've got so much... They've got so much experience now at making these films. You think to yourself, like, fuck, how the hell... How can you miss the boat? How can you make a bad movie at this point? Like, the movies seem to have gotten better the more time has gone on. But yet with this... They should. They seem to have have missed the mark on it. And it's like, damn, you missed the mark on it. And it's like the first time you've had a female lead in one of your movies. Like, fuck, damn, why'd you do that? And then you've got to wonder, like, why didn't they just... They had groundwork already covered with Black Widow, why not they could have made a movie for that? Yeah, granted she's probably the you know, not the strongest Avenger, people would probably come oh she's just a human being, but still there's a, there's enough history there and enough character background to make a decent standalone movie, I'd
0: think. It'd be cheaper as well to do a Black Widow movie because she's a normal human.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You can you can play with that. Um what was I gonna say? Something about um the character. I can't remember now. Fuck it. Sorry.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, did, but did you finish your thought? Um.
1: to look at my notes. Uh, what do you think about? What do you think about Jude Law? As a,
0: uh, a bad guy. He's a typical bad guy, or he was. He was. He was fine. Uh, I don't mind, and he's he's coming back. I guess so come back, yeah. you get to see more. Yeah. Just like Darth Vader came back. They didn't kill him off in the first one. For some reason, they didn't kill him off. That was interesting. That's what's always puzzled me about Star Wars. They didn't kill him off. They killed the main bad guy, which was Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah. Right? So mm. they've done basically the same thing. They've sent him away, just like he, you know, his ship was sent away at the end of Star Wars. For some reason, he didn't die. And George Lucas says, oh, it's all part of the plan, but originally there was no plan. He was just making a one, one-time movie thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's weird is one, the music is all female musicians, and they made a point of that. Yeah. That's why there's no Nirvana song. <laughs> but um, and and that's kind of ridiculous because if you want to go back to this discussion of politics, they're forcing it, and yet in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, the music is fucking spot on. Oh yeah, well, sorry, both Guardians yeah, movies, yeah, they are. Uh, movies, music is spot on, and then you get a taste of it in uh, Infinity War. Because the director knows the music and yeah. he has a relationship with the music. If you read the interviews, they, they listen to the music in some of those scenes to get a feel for what they're trying to evoke yeah. as the characters. But these movies, no, sorry, this Captain Marvel movie, just like, I'm just a girl and she's beating up. Yeah, you know, it didn't really go that really, I didn't think. Like, I was like, mm. It's like, okay she's a girl I get it is she a girl I mean women don't like to be called girls so I'm confused here is it not insulting to call a woman a girl now I just um, and then yeah. she beats them all up she doesn't kill them no except for one of them in the spaceship battle <laughs> but where did every, where did all, where did they all go where did that Kree task force go because they're on the ship full of squalls, and then what did they, did they just fuck off yeah did it they go was, with Ronin yeah it was weird like they just disappeared it's like that's a weird plot hole because some of them have to be in the next one
1: yeah <laughs> yeah it makes zero i don't know There was it makes zero sense
0: yeah they should have you know they like i said they should have a template they know what worked with black panther yeah. and that was a brand new character started from scratch even though we had an arc in civil war fine yeah but that world of wakanda was brand new and they took the time to explain it but they didn't have to because you could in one sense be really reductionist and just say well it's just black people and it's just a city full of black people. Yeah. And you could have treated like that just as much as they did with Asgard. Well, it's just a city of Asgardians. Mm. That's it. And they don't they don't take it any further. They could have done that, but they didn't. And they didn't do it here. Mm. And then to get onto this topic of Kevin Feige, he's like, oh, he's great. He's He knows what he's doing with the MCU. And it's like, this movie kind of makes me feel like He's, in, he's not infallible as some people are trying to set him up for what he's doing yes which what he's done is so far is great but he watched that movie and said this is fine yeah and he he knows so much more about Marvel than I do yeah he supposedly knows these characters and he said this is fine you can send that to the cinema I just think where's I thought he was a bit more discerning in knowing what would work and what wouldn't so we wouldn't have to have this conversation
1: yeah, I think at this point it was probably like too late. It's like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> he didn't say it's amazing. <laughs> he was like, "Course, give me too much money to change anything now." Yeah.
0: I mean, I mean, when you, especially when you hear about all the problems previous directors have had with Marvel. Yeah. Joss Whedon had problems. The woman who made Wonder Woman, she had problems when she was trying to do Thor two. Yeah. Um, you, and everything here is fine. There was no supposedly any problems with this, so they're okay with this one. Are they, is it okay because it's an origin story and they're just you know they're just coasting' just happy to pump it out I don't know oh, there you go I mean there was another female director who said I'm not going to direct Black Widow because Marvel insists on uh, taking care of the action scenes for me mm. like Marvel are in control yeah for the action scenes of black black widow a movie that hasn't been major and the director is not allowed to have a say in the fight scene and yet Black Panther's last fight scene is not that good no, no. Because isn't. Marvel is dictating everything. Mm. I mean it's black on black actors fighting in black suits in glowy let's 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 break it down. They've got Black Panther who's glowy purple, you've got um, what's his name? In glowy white. Uh, sorry, glowy yellow, black and yellow, yeah. and then you've got the mines which is glowy blue. <laughs> so everything's black on, either a secondary or, or primary colour. You can't see shit. Yeah. And this is the this is the uh, this is the climax of the movie. It's it's not all that good, it's, and it's all CGI as well. Oh, I know. So there's there's some serious problems. or well, not serious problems, but there's there are some seemingly fundamental problems just to, to the way you craft a movie. But Kevin Feige like, yeah, this is good. <laughs> you could have rewritten Nando versus the movies makes the point that uh, Shuri could have used an EMP blast to disable all the technology in that fight at the end, so that. You have a hand-to-hand fight with just their abilities because you see them fight for the leadership oh, yeah. of the Black That'd Panther, a lot better. and that's that seems like a real fight, and the punches seem real, yeah. and that fight is more dramatic than the one at the end. So you could have returned it back to that yeah. and saved Black Panther's abilities for another movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: Are you happy that James Gunn is back to direct Guardians Three? Um. Okay. So we're finishing. Uh, I think. Captain Marvel. I think. I think we've pretty much covered Captain Marvel. I don't really think there's any more to it, um, no. other than the fact we both hope that her character can be fleshed
0: out a lot better uh, than what it already, well, what it is anyway. Thor says he likes her, so yeah, you know, I'm gonna go with Thor. Well, and hopefully she's hof- she's really good in the next. Well, one. hopefully,
1: yeah, because we're gonna see her in Endgame, so we'll see what it's like there. I still reckon she's gonna get smashed a bits. She probably will get her ass kicked. Get, <laughs> she probably does need to be sort of... Nerfed a bit. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, Thanos will do it. He'll fucking nerf her. Yeah. Because supposedly her powers come from... If you keep sending energy her way, she can absorb it to a certain degree. Okay. So Thanos only has to... Can, only needs to fight her in hand-to-hand combat. He won't give her any energy. Yeah. So that sword... That sword will just fucking slay her. Because he's already still strong, even without all the stones. Yeah. So he could just keep... He could just... Go toe to toe with her and just try and wear her down. You don't need to fire energy blasts once he learns, because he's not—he's not dumb. Yeah. Well, plus he's got the Infinity Gauntlet
1: still, hasn't he? He's
0: still. Yeah, but if he doesn't use it, I'm saying he'll actually have a better chance of attacking her because she can absorb a lot of energy. Yeah. She... So he just has to star—starve her of energy. She can she can absorb energy, but he's got different stones that do different shit, doesn't he? So he could just do anything, you know. Uh, yeah, but I. But I'm just still saying that if he uses the energy of the stones, yeah, she she will probably win. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's our Marvel review. Um, are we just going to have this on? Should we just continue talking and just have this as one episode? Uh, if you want, yeah, that's good. Okay. So James Gunn, what was your question? Uh, just, um, I'm quite happy he's back as
1: the director. Um, <laughs> I'm, I, I am. I was worried about Guardians Three. I was like a bit concerned because um, of all that shit that went down with it and now he's back as the director now
0: yeah but then we have to we have to yeah it's good that he's back but we have to wait for Guardians in like 2021 or 2022 oh god is it Jesus. yeah so far away they've, they've messed with the scheduling and there's still so many questions
1: as to <laughs> all these characters that are gone you're like okay what's going to happen now are they, are they coming back what's happening I don't know
0: what's going on well Endgame Endgame surely has to set up Guardians of the Galaxy Three, yeah, in some way, yeah, as an acknowledge which characters survived. Yeah, I mean, because Nebula, Nebula might not be around. That's what I mean.
1: She is might she get permanently. It. She permanently. Oh, you mean? Uh, I thought you meant Gamora then.
0: Like, is Gamora no, permanently no. dead? Nebula might po- be dead. I don't know. Because what? What? What is her character do after after Endgame? What Nebula? Because she's supposed to. Yeah,
1: she's. What does she do? Apparently, she's just going to be like. Apparently, in the comics, like she's meant to be the one who turns the tide.
0: She gets the gauntlet and she reverses everything that Finals. Right. So after in, in after in Guardians three, what's her point? Otherwise, she's just an action figure to on, an on-screen action figure. Unless you try and take the character in a different way, but she's not even a main character.
1: Well, she might um, be part of the Guardians may, maybe, maybe
0: because she is becoming more of a sort of good guy now, as we put that's adam i just want to acknowledge that you use the word guy in reference to a word, <laughs> i knew you were gonna fucking say that you you are a sexist piece of shit and i don't want a podcast with you anymore because you are denigrating women i let it i let it slide with that bitch from wrestlemania who says i'm a guy that's fine because she says that she's a guy but now that you've anointed nebula's character as a guy <laughs> then i'm sorry but you've shown yourself and everyone needs to know. In fact, I'm going to do a separate episode about you and point out how fucking sexist you are. I-, I can't are help it. Why you're not on the podcast anymore? I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> For shame. Okay, so yeah, I wonder where she's going. Uh, with regard to James Gunn, um, he's got he's got to do Suicide Suicide Squad Two or whatever it's called first. Um, but yeah, good. Yeah, that's good news. Yeah. Um, but it's nice to see as well that D- Disney reversed the decision. And maybe they did it because the online trolls just have no sway, really. Yeah. Or it's just a matter of time. They just left it afterwards, and there's no. They can't. You can't get outraged again. No one cares. I know it was, it was comments from like a long, long time ago, and I think this keeps happening, doesn't
1: it? With people, people keep like looking up old shit from the past that people have said. And yeah.
0: They go, oh, look at this you said like fucking twenty odd years ago. I saw I saw this meme and it was it was a representation of the Twitter sign up screen yeah. and it said sign up sign up today and then lose your job in five years <laughs> because people because people look at your tweets from five ten years ago and then you get fired <laughs> from your job. It's like oh that's that's pretty funny. So yeah, he, he already apologized for that shit. Yeah, and he's just been it's just as people are saying he's just being an edge lord. So you know Disney just reacted out of hand, and I'm glad that they've yeah you know seen sense and and while it doesn't really concern me or bother me it does set a pre- precedent in so much as that could this be the time where people stop listening to trolls who think they have a great voice oh, no. over the majority of everybody else because Captain Marvel was supposed to just fail because not enough women were going or the men weren't going and it's like no one gives a shit yeah and some some guy sent me a tweet and you sent and you tweeted me later saying oh I'm at Captain Marvel and there's no cinema seats here and there was, was Matthew in the background by the yeah. way yeah yeah Okay, I got it. I fucking knew it was Matthew. It looks like... It. Yeah, okay. What? Um, <laughs> I made a... Did, did you not see the tweet? I was like, I can see that Captain Picard looking fat motherfucker <laughs> background. Or did you no, I didn't I said that. something like that.
1: Huh? Uh, Check your fucking
0: mentions. Fucking hell. Maybe you're too busy. Um, but he doesn't look like Captain Picard. He looks like Captain Underpants. <laughs> what was I going to say? Yeah, so you sent me a picture of an empty theatre, but there was this guy who sent me a Twitter... a video of a Twitter timeline of people showing... Empty theaters and people are like who are buying all the tickets. (laughs) Marvel are expecting this feminist movement to come out and purchase the tickets. God's sake. Everyone, Disney is lying, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna sit on this tweet. And then I replied to him yesterday. I was like, dude, it made a billion dollars. Who the fuck bought the tickets? (laughs) (laughs) And you're showing pictures of empty cinemas, but was it from Captain Marvel movies? Yeah, yeah. Right. Rather than argue it, I just I just waited for the tweet. I just waited for the movie to hit. A billion, and then I sent him a tweet. Well, my uh, so, my R screen
1: so, did fill up after that picture was
0: taken, like about ten minutes after everyone started coming in. See, that's the thing with photography, and then putting it out on social media, people might take it at face value and not yeah. sort of sit sit and wait. They take things out to of context see what and
1: they just get straight away jump the gun,
0: right? And so this guy's saying, "Oh, it's it's not doing as well as Black Panther. Black Panther was ridiculously successful. Yeah. So, you know, the next Captain America movie might not be that good." Well, Even Iron Man three was far more successful, but they put it down to the fact that Captain Mar- uh, Captain Iron Man was in the Avengers. Yeah. Avengers made Iron Man three make more money. Yeah. So bottom line, the trolls have no effect, and maybe Disney have realised and said, so "Like fuck it, James Gunn, you're back." Anything else? No, that's it for there. To tie Marvel discussion up. That's it for there. are
1: we moving on to Ant Man now?
0: Uh, we could do but what I want to do as a separate episode okay that's cool that's fine yeah Yeah. so uh, let's say goodbye and then or pretend to say goodbye but really we're just going to keep on recording but the viewers won't know or the listeners won't know mm. yeah okay so Adam tell everyone your social media <laughs> um,
1: you can catch me on Twitter uh, at Demented Demon uh, I'm on Instagram at DDX84
0: yes um, and I am Jonathan JK and I'll put on my shizzle in the show descriptions and I have two more podcasts by the way if anyone's interested one is a chat show about people I meet in Hong Kong and the other one is a podcast that will help you save money when you commit to living a zero waste lifestyle and I've saved since November over 700 British pounds or 6,000 Hong Kong dollars so it's interesting for that reason if you just want to save money it's not overly environmental it's about saving money right there we go